The following is a fourth hand production. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Age of Aquarius. Capricorn, Scorpio, Taurus, Gemini, Virgo, Cancer, Dude, what the hell are you doing in here? All I'm fucking hearing is music. You're supposed to be making the intro to the show. You told me to make the intro. I'm making the fucking intro. Not fucking Zodiac signs, you dumbass. Yeah, the Zodiac intro, and it's killer. Zodiac, like the watch. It's a watch symbol. Not fucking signs. Like, you ain't got time for this shit. Ah, time. Just start the fucking show. Close the door. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Welcome to Hysteria 51. Come inside our secret hideaway as we talk conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. All viewed through skeptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Now, here are your hosts... Brent Hand and John Goforth. And welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that just wants to be friends with benefits. Hysteria 51. We are broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago. I am your host, John Goforth. With me on this perilous quest is my co-captain, Brent Leroy Jenkins. Hand. Lisa, I got chicken. <laughs> Brent, <laughs> when we last spoke, you were going to make some modifications to Conspiracy Bot. Yes, sir. Uh, as we discussed, he was uh, just a tad too angry and you know had that penchant towards violence. It was mm. a bit alarming. He might or might not have even poisoned your gallbladder. Mm. All of that said, what'd you do to him? You know what I did? I took him off fucking line. Didn't turn him off completely, but we had to turn that shit down because literally all he ever said was, fuck you, I hate you, you should die. And uh, I just, I just, I tried to make him a little more um, friendly. I think I went a little too far, though. Uh, now, all he ever wants to do is party all the time. I knew I'd taken it too far when literally from the basement of my house, I heard that song on repeat for like three days. So, so how did you, did you upload that song into his mainframe? No, or? he did. I think he got it from the Indian. Oh, he, he. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I decided at that point, we're good. <laughs> actually, you know, I'm, I'm actually happy that he's going out and finding things like that, even though it's yeah, kind of old, not just bullshit YouTube videos that we reference for us yeah. or, or like I, before you did the modification, he had downloaded the anarchist cookbook. Well, not only had he downloaded, he's actually written three new chapters, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm okay with that. So at least he's an entrepreneur, I guess he's well, doing better than us. I'm, I, <laughs> it's true. I, I'm glad we're less likely to get murdered. Yeah. That uh, is one thing though. I don't know if we or frankly, any show can handle that much. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> anyway, t- and tonight we are joined by a real life, almost 
attorney. Yeah, we ain't yo, we ain't got uh, we ain't got enough street attorney cred. money, but we got uh, I took my bar money. <laughs> <laughs> Denny Freck. Denny, um legal question for you. If our robot ever reverts to his old self and actually murders someone, are we liable? Well, I mean uh, as an uh, as someone who's not a licensed attorney yet, yet I'm going to go ahead and, and say I can't give you any legal advice. Horseshit. Horseshit. Yeah. Well, hey, that's just the way she goes. <laughs> As your attorney, I advise you to smoke this. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you are following in the long line of guests on Hysteria 51 that offer that much and bring that much to the table. <laughs> we appreciate it. Now, as soon as you do pass the bar, can we add Esquire to the end of your name? That's an important question. Uh, you know, uh, just, just send me a check. Denny Freck Esquire has a nice, nice sound to it. Well, can we add Esquire to my name? Fuck it. I'll be Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do have, uh, the entire, uh, in- internet at your fingertips, Seabot. So I, yeah. I, I guess that would work, right? Yeah, he's he's I mean, studying for the bar on his side. I've seen suits. You don't have to have a, a law license. Hey, Johnny Five, and then the sequel to uh, to Short Circuit. He got his. He became a citizen. Maybe <laughs> say he became a lawyer. I'm like, I don't remember that scene. <laughs> maybe he can uh, work on his citizenship and then become a lawyer. Who knows? The sky's the limit. Take my regular advice at your own peril. Let alone legal advice. Yeah, but that's a good. That's a good number three. Oh yeah, a, a, a good sequel. Johnny Five to, yeah. becomes a, ro- a lawyer. Yeah, right? Robo lawyer. Yeah. Robo lawyer. Robo, yeah, Robo Esquire. I'd watch that porn. Speaking of robots, conspiracy bot. Uh, uh, Brent, I'm glad you didn't give him that wireless upgrade he requested. It's hard to party all the time from the damn corner. <laughs> we'll get you a longer extension cord. Uh, speaking of, how are you adjusting to your new programming? Not gonna lie. I still have urges to poison and kill, but now I just party them away. I I feel like we're going to hear that way too much. You know, anything that can bring Rick James in by the end, I'm okay with it. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. It's a good point. It's a good point. <laughs> All right. Stuff. Uh, anything from the 80s is good. You got that right. That's very true. We, we try to put as much 80s into this podcast as possible. <laughs> Pretty soon, we're just going to broadcast from a ham fucking radio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Which is a step up from what we're using Actually, right it's now, probably actually. a step up. Yeah. Don't church it up. All right. Tonight's topic, gentlemen, is the Zodiac Killer. But before we get into it, let's talk what we're drinking. You say it's a lexicon of libations. We call it a bulletin of booze. Either way, we're all getting pissed. Here's this week's Spirit Selections. John, I am still in recovery. I am not cleared. I'm still on antibiotics. And I am drinking a Coca-Cola, which I don't usually drink. But we went through a drive-thru on our way this evening, and I grabbed me a Coke. I'm not a big uh, regular cola drinker. I like Coca-Cola when you get the Mexican Coca-Cola. Oh, when it's, when it's real made sugar with the real sugar. And uh, questionable wa- water. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's, that's the one. <laughs> and it comes in a, in a glass bottle. In a glass bottle. Yeah. Yep. If, you, if you have the opportunity, I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't believe in giving free advertisement to to beverages and everything, but I'm uh, drinking spike energy drink. That spike energy drink. Uh, <laughs> Spike.com. <laughs> Taste the flavor. Feed the rush. <laughs> it, uh, got me through law school. I hope you, I hope you got $5 for that plug there. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be more than we've made off the show. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> was that surge that was feel the rush or vault? Um, Surge was the, I just remember Surge had those weird, like slowed down races towards the sur- Surge. 
Oh, like, yeah, like King yeah. of the Mountain type of thing. Yeah. Which you can buy Surge again, right? Yep. yep. And yep. they exorbitant prices, but you sure can. No, 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 no. I was in. Uh, I always see them at comic book stores. In like I was $3 in Southern a Illinois. And I was at a Casey's, I think. Mm-hmm. And they had a tall boy of Surge oh, wow. for sale. Uh, it's not expensive. It's so it's classy, is what you're. The only place I ever see them at is is comic book stores. Probably when they were only available online, you know, and they were wanted like three dollars for a twenty four. Anything a that you can get at a Casey's is classy. If you're not <laughs> listeners, hey, fuck, if don't you're fuck not, around with Casey's. They got great pizza. If you're not familiar with, Casey's, I grew up in a small town. Casey's a, is the yeah. It's it's a gas station that has a lot of food and different choices, but they're only in small towns. Like you wouldn't find one in the middle of Chicago. Yeah, it's where you can find beer, bait, and uh, bacon. Yeah. Pizza. Hey, that's where I get my spikes. There you go. There you Fucking go. Casey. I mean, I, I just went there this morning. You get the spikes. They're like three bucks. And, and the thing with spike is they don't need advertising because I guess like it's common knowledge that people have actually died taking it. So that's and, enough to make people And go, once you taste that it, must you're be good. Booked. Once you taste it, they've got you. <laughs> Literally. Right. There's cocaine yeah. in it. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> John is actually drinking something I'm excited about because I bought it for him. I am. I, I'm super excited. And it's really fucking good. It is a cider called The Dude's Rug. I'm excited <laughs> on two levels. One, I'm a huge cider fan, as as listeners to and, this show know. And two, it has male pubic hair in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, that, uh, that, that rough tip flavor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a merkin on top. <laughs> no. No, uh, The Dude's Rug, obviously pointing to the big Lebowski. Yep. That rug really tied the room together, did it not? Together. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a it's a hard cider with tea and chai spices added. It's really really good. And Brent, I don't really think you're a good person. I'm surprised <laughs> you got it for me. Thank you. <laughs> I saw it and thought about you, and I, I I felt pity. And it's got a cool logo. So yeah, you're welcome. If you could just go ahead and only think about me when you're at the <laughs> liquor store, I, I don't like you thinking about me in the privacy of your own home. <laughs> uh, as long as it's the liquor store and not like the porn shop, right? <laughs> correct. <That's>, correct. See, <laughs> by which be both. Well, that is true. That is true. Uh, scary, but true. Seabot, what you working with over there? It's fruity and it comes from the Zodiac movie. I am drinking an Aqua Velva, <laughs> but unfortunately I didn't know how to make it. So I am just drinking Aqua Velva after shave. <laughs> well, see, right, I mean, you, you. you know, it's an actual cocktail, right? This is cheaper and stronger. <laughs> I'm catching one hell of a buzz. <laughs> so back on track with the topic Zodiac killer. One of my favorite killers. I don't know about you. I mean, I've got all the trading cards. <laughs> well, uh, and and now we, uh, as you heard in the intro, now Conspiracy Bot understands what Zodiac actually means. <laughs> the watch, not the fucking signs. Yeah. <laughs> I just like to say that, you know, you knowing that I'm a you know big politics fan, I just want to say thanks for letting me come on here and talk about Ted Cruz. <laughs> Probably the number one suspect. Yeah, no, and, you know, and the fact that he was born one year after the killings just makes him even that more nefarious. I mean, that well, is what do you mean suspect? <laughs> <laughs> so, John, well, if if you're a reptilian, you probably can time travel. That is thus true. his ability to be time is an abstract killing. concept created by carbon based life forms to monitor their own ongoing decay, as Seabot has already taught us. So, <laughs> you know, you just you just blew my mind, <laughs> John. John, why don't you give us a little Reader's Digest uh, spiel on this? Zodiac Killer. All right. The Zodiac Killer was a serial killer who operated in Northern California in the late 60s and early 70s. The killer's identity remains unknown today. The Zodiac murdered victims in Benicia, Vallejo, Lake Berryessa, and San Francisco between December 68 and October of 69. 
Four men and three women between the ages of 16 and 29 were targeted, and he or, or she mm, may probably have, you just he, assume his gender. Yeah, don't assume yeah. my gender. I, <laughs> may have been responsible for more. The killer originated the name Zodiac in a series of taunting letters sent to local Bay Area press. These letters included four cryptograms or ciphers. Of the four cryptograms sent, only one has been definitively solved. Suspects have been named by law enforcement and amateur investigators, but no conclusive evidence has surfaced. The San Francisco Police Department, or the SFPD, Mm. if you will, marked the case inactive in April 2004, but reopened it at some point prior to March of 2007. The case also remains open in the city of Vallejo, as well as in Napa County and uh, Solano County. The California Department of Justice has maintained an open case file on the Zodiac murders since 1969. Mm-hmm. Mm. So all that and not anything mentioned about Ted Cruz or any Republicans. <laughs> you know what? Someone didn't do their work here. You out. You can throw that shit I, away. I, I, uh, you know what? My notes are going to be useless. <laughs> <laughs> he just pulled a Jim Rome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no shit. So here we go. The Zodiac killer is it's fascinating to me because when you think of serial killers, and you and I were talking about this earlier, you think these these brilliant people and this one falls into that at face value because you have these ciphers and these taunting people and then you dig into it and you think, was this guy really a genius? Or was he just a fucking idiot? Yeah, the Reader's Digest version, Just you're thinking, wow, he wrote these ciphers himself and police couldn't catch him. Oh, my God, he's an mm-hmm. evil genius. Yeah. So, it, But maybe not. It, as we stated, he's believed to be responsible for at least five murders in San Francisco Bay Area in the late 60s. I say at least five because a lot of people attribute it to seven. And if you ask him, there was 37 murders because he was always upping his The tally. last letter he sent to... Uh, the press. Yeah. Uh, claimed, he said, uh, SFPD. Zodiac 37, SFPD zero. Exactly. <laughs> but then there's even speculation as March Madness! March <laughs> Madness! <laughs> A little she do, Dr. That's wrong, thank, conspiracy thank you, bot. But there's even speculation that a lot of those letters he didn't even send. Yeah, like, was the police actually baiting him was was it copycats things like that exactly so four separate attacks have been definitely attributed to this guy the first confirmed incident took place on the night of december 20th well and we say definitely we we mean that as in these th- four were canon. definitely one per- this is what the canon yeah. <laughs> now we want you know this is part of the star wars extended universe <laughs> a long time ago in a galaxy far far away the zodiac <laughs> <laughs> so on the night of December 2068, 17-year-old David Faraday and 16-year-old girlfriend Betty Lou Jensen were shot to death near their car at a remote spot on Lake Herman Road on the outskirts of Vallejo, California. They're outside. They're making out. We Guy don't know walks. they were making out for a fact. They weren't found with you know what? in each other's You're mouth. right. Maybe, maybe they were discussing politics and thinking like, man, you know, that Ted Cruz guy. He, was not he could have been yet. brushing her hair. <laughs> That's true. Or maybe some kind of Republican nonsense. That's true. My father, he invented, this wasn't for the restaurant, but he did it anyway. He invented green eggs and ham. Now, uh, wait, Seabot, are you on Are you on this whole Ted Cruz theory now? <laughs> nope, too busy partying all the time. Shoots the guy, girl gets outrun, shoots her like five times in the back. Just fucking brutal. Kills these kids. 
Then on the early morning of July 5th, 1969, Darlene Farron, who was 22, and her boyfriend Mike Majot, age 19, were sitting in their park car in a similarly remote Vallejo location. So this is this is the next year. I mean, this yeah, isn't like, like, like it wasn't like a the week next later, day. a month later. Like, this yeah. is the this is like seven months later. Yeah. They're sitting in their park car. They're approached by a man with a flashlight who fired multiple shots at them. Killing Farron and seriously wounding Majot. So the first, this is the first instance of a victim of the Zodiac living. Yeah. And Majot actually said to, to police later, you know, you, you mentioned he had a flashlight. It's like, imagine being there parked in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. A really bright flashlight comes from a car. Shit. You can't see anything. Yeah, he, they assumed it was a cop. Yep. So within an hour of the incident, this is when this turns interesting. And this is when it becomes... A serial killer. A man called the Vallejo Police Department, giving them the location of the crime scene and claiming responsibility for both that attack and the previous attack on Faraday and Jensen. He's like, hey, I just killed these two people, which actually wasn't true. He's like, there's a double homicide. No, because you weren't. Because you didn't kill two people. You didn't kill two people. You killed one. Right. But uh, they're born the Zodiac Killer. And it's important. You know, I. Go ahead. I just want to go on record here, you know, for for your listeners and everything is uh, two things. One is I think that killing people for no reason is not a good thing. I just <laughs> want to put that out there. I know it's not going to be popular with some of your audience, but I'm going to put that out there. And uh, Conspiracy you know, about you could learn something there. Yeah. Stop it. Also, if, if there is any like copycats and everything around here and they're still killing people and they happen to be listening to this podcast, I just want to put out there that maybe – that they're just misunderstood individuals, you know, (laughs) they're not vicious murderers. In other words, you're you're appealing, you're appealing to any copycats that might be out there to not come to your, did you just realize that you're on this show and you're like, Hey, I don't want to (laughs) die. Yeah. Well, I I don't want them coming to my house and you know, which is 2247 15th street. And (laughs) now, yeah, don't give out my dress brand. (laughs) It's important to point out about Farron and Majot. If that's her real names. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. The area they were in wasn't known as like a lover's lane. It was known it, as it, middle of fucking nowhere. No. Oh, no. That not, was the it, first murder. That was I'm the sorry. first one. Yeah. It was known as kind of a place if you need to score some weed, you showed up to. Okay, okay, it was okay. like, it was kind of a, 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 a not crime Okay, now what's the address area? of that place? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. but the, the, my the, address. What's the address of the place where you score weed? So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so. Majot and Farron weren't even known to be boyfriend girlfriend. She was driving, which was odd. Like if they were boyfriend girlfriend, the reason I bring all this up, we'll get to suspects later. But some people say that the Zodiac could have been maybe even someone in the police department. And Majot's reputation was that he was into some nefarious shit and maybe to help keep the cover of a CI or something like that. They murdered him, and she was wrong place, wrong time. She was known to be a, a lady about town, had yeah. many boyfriends. So uh, they, they, Which, it's, it's portrayed often, and inclu- up to and including the movie, that these were, this was just a couple out on Lover's Lane. We don't know exactly why they were out there. There might have been other reasons There might have been other reasons. And then it's funny. So if you, are you saying that you think there might be corrupt police officers that are capable of murdering people without – Yes, but just not boss? in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not not in Chicago. Not in Chicago. Every one of them. I am. A, I'm. And if you, if big you, fan. If you watch <laughs> the interview with Majot later, he was like still laid up in the hospital, and they're talking to him. He was like, you know, we just we we prayed, we put it in God's hands, and we said, you know, whatever you're going to do, uh, which basically means he did nothing. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, he was just like, oh, you know, 
you know, I, we just prayed about it. And it's funny because then you say, like, he was a known scoundrel, if you will. I think that's a perfect that, word that for That doesn't time. mean he can't be a religious guy, right? No, it's true. It's just the way that it's portrayed from one person to another when they when they talk about the, right. the it, situation. And that's the problem with this whole case. A lot of the details, not the, the, the main facts. We know they were, you know, this person was murdered. This person was shot, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But a lot of the details are... Um, completely different source mm-hmm. to source. So we're, we're three deaths in one attempted, uh, that, that survived. And now we're, we, we have him calling in and the Zodiac is born. So on July 31st, 69, the San Francisco examiner, the San Francisco Chronicle and the Vallejo times Herald each received identical handwritten letter in an envelope without a return address. The Vallejo letter, times Herald is one of my main sources for news. I, 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 I tell you, I, I subscribe to their online you know, I regularly. thought I was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> the letters contain details from the murders that allegedly only the killer could have known. And I, I believe that. I mean, that's kind of been corroborated by by the police. So, each- oh, there are people out there that disagree with that. All right. So I'll get into it briefly. But they say that, that there are incorrect facts in the letter. And those facts could only have come from one place. And that's the police report, because the police report initially had a bunch of incorrect shit in it. And so then they're thinking that, well, then it's a cop fucking sending this shit out. Exactly. Yeah. So here's a, here's a sample of the letter. Dear editor, this is the murderer of the two teenagers last Christmas at Lake Herman and the girl on the 4th of July near the golf course in Vallejo. To prove I killed them, I shall state some facts which only I and the police know. Christmas. One brand name of ammo super X. Two ten shots were fired. Three, the boy was on his back with his feet to the car. Four, the girl was on her right side, feet to the west. July 4th, one girl was wearing patterned slacks. Two, the boy was also shot in the knee. Three, brand name of ammo was Western. Over here is part of a cipher. The other two parts of this cipher are being mailed to the editors of the Vallejo Times and SF Examiner. I want you to print this cipher and the front page of your paper. In this cipher is my identity. If you do not print the cipher by the afternoon of Friday, 1st of August 69, I will go on a kill rampage. Friday night. I will cruise around all weekend killing lone people in the night then move on to kill again, until I end up with a dozen people over the weekend. So each close with a symbol consisting of a circle with a cross through it. It actually kind of makes you think of like a, a crosshairs of like a rifle. Right. Um, except for like the crosshairs extended out from the circle. And there are lots of different uh, explanations out there for what that is. Other people were saying that the Zodiac worked in a movie house and that's the first frame on old film mm-hmm. before a movie starts. It's got that circle with the crosses mm-hmm. through it. The most uh, believable to me and, and as you heard uh, referenced, Brent, as you referenced in the uh, in the intro. Yeah. There were watches back then called Zodiac watches, and that fucking symbol was the exact logo of Zodiac watches. And the guy's probably fucking crazy. (laughs) Like, whatever just happened to crazy? He really liked watches. Yeah, like, he just fucking crazy. Uh, He kills people and he's crazy? I'm not making a connection. (laughs) (laughs) They don't play. They don't play. Little known fact, Zodiac brand, now owned by Fossil. Oh, well, and... uh. His and, victims, and Ted Cruz no is fossils. still killing people. Yeah. <laughs> all, we, we've made a complete It all circle. works together. It, we've made a circle. Now let's make the cross hatchet. No. Uh, <laughs> so each close was a symbol, like we said, and it was coming by one part of a three-part cipher that he com- 
he claimed had his identity. So, so he, he sends, sends he sent you know the identical letter or almost identical letters to the three different uh, newspapers, but each of those letters had a different cipher in it. Yeah. So each of those, if you take the three pieces, it makes one cipher, and they call that the four hundred eight cipher because there was four hundred eight characters in it. So we say there was four ciphers. Really, there was two. These three make one, and then there's the later one. Um, but it's just easier to say four. So, so he he gave a piece, a key, to three different newspapers. So he actually, several days later, he sent another letter to the San Francisco Examiner. <laughs> this is funny. Following the editor asking for more details, just proving he wasn't fucking crazy. That he wasn't just some bullshit yeah. artist. So right. here, here's that letter. Dear editor, this is the Zodiac speaking. In answer to your asking for more details about the good times I have had in Vallejo, I shall be very happy to supply even more material. By the way, are the police having a good time with the code? If not, tell them to cheer up, when they do crack it they will have me. On the 4th of July, I did not open the car door, the window was rolled down already. The boy was originally sitting in the front seat when I began firing. When I fired the first shot at his head, he leaped backwards at the same time thus spoiling my aim. He ended up on the back seat then the floor in back thrashing out very violently with his legs, that's how I shot him in the knee. I did not leave the scene of the killing with squealing tires and racing engine as described in the Vallejo paper. I drove away quite slowly so as not to draw attention to my car. The man who told the police that my car was brown was a negro about 40 to 45 rather shabla dressed. I was at this phone booth having some fun with the Vallejo cops when he was walking by. When I hung the phone up the damn thing began to ring and that drew his attention to me and my car. Last Christmas in that episode the police were wondering as to how I could shoot and hit my victims in the dark. They did not openly state this, but implied this by saying it was a well-lit night and I could see the silhouettes on the horizon. Bullshit that area is surrounded by high hills and trees. What I did was tape a small pencil flashlight to the barrel of my gun. If you notice, in the center of the beam of light if you aim it at a wall or trellowing you will see a black or dark spot in the center of the circle of light about 3 to 6 inches across. When taped to a gun barrel, the bullet will strike exactly in the center of the black dot in the light. All I had to do was spray them as if it was a water hose, there was no need to use the gun sights. I was not happy to see that I did not get front page coverage. So the police weren't able to crack the cipher. But, <laughs> but <laughs> thank God for high school teachers. A high school teacher and his wife, Donald Hardin and his wife, Betty, Betty uh, were able to decipher it. It revealed a rant, but not the identity. Seabot, why don't you read it for us? I like killing people because it is so much fun. It is more fun than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal of all. To kill something gives me the most thrilling experience. It is even better than getting your rocks off with a girl. The best part of it is that when I die I will be reborn in paradise and all that I have killed will become my slaves. I will not give you my name because you will try to slow down or stop my collecting of slaves for my afterlife. And then uh, <laughs> a fun collection of letters. Yeah. Uh, uh, can we get a pronunciation on that conspiracy bot? A riot meth pity. You know, about a week ago, I could have really gotten behind this guy. 
<laughs> at least, at least now you can see the difference. Now, some why people, do you, why do you get the feeling that this guy probably never even had, never even had sex? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Maybe that was his problem. I no don't one, know. no one likes killing as much as me. Who wants to feel a boob that feels like a bag of sand? I swear. <laughs> I swear. Like Mullins, uh, when you were out. <laughs> yeah. So now, the, some people think that those letters at the end, the conspiracy bot did such a good job of <laughs> pronouncing. <laughs> Obviously, it's nonsense. Some people believe it's a cipher within a cipher. Yeah, like like a lot of times, which we'll get in the ciphers later, like you get to a point and you can't crack it. And they'll actually like turn like the whole thing will turn like a degree and it swi- switches the letters. Now, of course, I have the, you know, the cipher ability of someone who read the cipher Wikipedia page and like two other pages. You would think that. People would have went through that and much smarter than us have tried to crack it. And it, the pretty much just comes down to the guy was fucking it, it was nothing. Right, right. And much smarter than us. You mean m- you and you and John? Yeah, not 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 Denny Freck, future Esquire, a future Esquire. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I deciphered deciphered it while sitting here. It says, uh, uh, it's, "Drink it's okay. more rich chocolatey oval tea." I believe <laughs> yeah. is, is what it says. He did it with a decoder ring. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. He, he's got his villain decoder ring. He got it. He got it from villain school. I, you know, th- this brings. I'm in sorry, the- law school. Law- I mispronounced that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this brings into question, though, one of the basic questions about the Zodiac Killer. Was he an absolute genius yep. or was he kind of thick? Yeah, like like he went to like, you know, he was on like like he went to cypher school. Like, like they probably in the 60s had like leftovers from um, shit like that. People that wanted to be spies, you know. They, oh, yeah, they, yeah. They, like right now you would go to like a web page, but they had clubs for that shit. And he's like, I can do this. And he just fucked up at it. Like, yeah. I mean, if you read the let. Um, but the problem is when you fuck up on a cypher, everyone they can't figure out thinks maybe he's just way smarter than me. Right. Is there hidden? Or maybe he's just an idiot, right? Exactly. Maybe he's just well, that's what we're saying. So, yeah. So yeah. Exactly. Like if you read the letters, if you read the letters, he, he misspells lots of simple words mm-hmm. like, uh, Christmas, he puts a, he calls it Christmas. He puts two S's on the end. Mm-hmm. He misspells That's like the word. That's not the way it's spelled. <laughs> Christmas. He, he misspells a lot of different words. Mm-hmm. People that believe he's a genius think that there's hidden meaning behind the misspelling. Yeah, every time that there's a misspell, like mass, mass, mass killings, mass, mass, like, oh, he's Christian or something like that. He's doing it. Or is it a cipher within a cipher? Yeah, exactly. Like, does- yeah, but some people say that misspelling words really actually has no bearing on one's intelligence. And actually, maybe, a lot of people say that know, really intelligent people misspell words because they don't have time to worry about you, things like that. You guys didn't do well on your vocab tests <laughs> is basically what I'm hearing exactly. right now. <laughs> exactly. I'm just a genius. <laughs> so, ciphers aside, despite evidence including fingerprints, Majot's description, the decoded cipher, and a wave of tips and leads from everyone and their uncle – Police were unable to track down the Zodiac Killer. They, the, uh, the, the, there were there were fingerprints found on the letters, on the letters, on the car, and he had tried to wipe down. They they think a lot the, of those. The things. main fingerprint that was used in determining if someone was the Zodiac Killer was one fingerprint found that we haven't discussed yet in a murder that we haven't discussed yet. We'll yeah. get to it. Yeah. So on September twenty second, sixty nine, he struck again, approaching Cecilia Shepard and Brian Hartnell as they relaxed in an isolated part of the shore of Lake. Berryessa, I believe is how you say that. 
Oh, baby, this is going to be a great date. We're going to go to this remote area, have a picnic. It's a lake. It's it's wonderful, beautiful country. Does that guy look like an executioner to you? (laughs) (laughs) So wearing a hood and a t-shirt bearing a circle cross or maybe just a hood with like a bib attached. He tied them up. Going going back to the the idea that he's a little thick. He's wearing a bib. (laughs) (laughs) I spill my food. (laughs) He tied them up before brutally stabbing them, scrawling a message for police on their car door and leaving the scene. Now, this one, you're right. This is the one where he he let them choose, and the guy was like, I can't bear to watch her die, so fuck her. Let her watch me die. Kill me first. Yeah, so he... <laughs> well, when he, he... This is the first time he's actually spent time with the victims. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. He shows up. The way he gets them to do what he says is he has a gun with him. Mm-hmm. But he also has a knife, and he also has because you cre- think to yourself like, why wouldn't they just run away? Oh, he's got a he's got a knife. He's got a knife. Let's he's gonna trip. He's wearing a fucking execution. And they mask. said later that he was a stocky dude, so like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we could outrun him. But he's got a gun, and oh, he also has some pre- slight, little slide against fat people there. But go ahead. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm fat too. Don't worry about it. Little little stocky gentleman can't run after somebody. <laughs> hey. oh, automatically, the the now the Zodiac killer's hey, fat. Hey, okay. no, he's gotcha. executive cut. Don't As- don't downplay it. <laughs> As a stocky gentleman, I can tell you that's fact. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can back that up. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah. So he also has pre-cut lengths of rope with him. Mm-hmm. He holds the gun on him. He asks He's for prepared. the wallet and keys. And then he has uh, the girl tie up the guy. And then he ties up the girl. Mm-hmm. And he sits and talks with him for a while. And he talks about how he had been in prison and how he's going to take their car and go to Mexico. You boys like Mexico? Yeah! Spends like a half hour with him. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, by the way, I'm going to have to go ahead and kill you guys. <laughs> oh, look at the time. <laughs> time to go. <laughs> no. So right, he had a knife. He had a gun. He had. Maybe he was off to wine tasting. Mm-hmm. We're in Napa. You, with, this is Napa County. So he had a knife. He had a gun. He had pre-cut lengths of rope. And don't forget, he had a marker. So he writes on the door, Vallejo, 122068-7469, September 2769-630, by knife. Writes all that bullshit. In case you weren't clear, from the multiple letters he sent to the various newspapers, he wants to make sure that everyone knows that these are the murders that he is responsible for. Which plays into one of two categories, and it, it fills them both up. A, this is a stereotypical ki- serial killer he who wants his, his work. Yeah, he makes a lot of these guys, they want everyone to know, I did this, I did this, I did this, because they they have that whole narcissistic thing. Or B, it's a copycat and want everyone to know, no, it's this guy. It's fucking this guy. Don't worry. Don't don't look over here. It's kind of like the the guy that's, that's telling you that, uh, let's go back to your reference before, I felt a boob. No, I promise. I felt a boob. I promise. I, yeah. yeah. When someone keeps telling you something over and over again, it's like, are they even telling the truth? Why are... Because no one was questioning whether these other murders were attributed to the Zodiac. Everyone in San Francisco was yep. shitting their pants. Yep. Everyone was saying, yes, this was the Zodiac. But he needed to make sure that you really understood <laughs> that those were his murders. Right. So he then calls the Napa Police Department to claim responsibility on top of, you know, leaving his calling card or calling on the side door. of the yeah. door. Yeah. Shepard wants Hart, to be thorough. It's true. So Shepard and Hartnell were both in critical condition, but alive when emergency service arrived. Unfortunately, Shepard died of her wounds shortly thereafter. Hartnell survived. 
Two weeks later, another uh, man survives. Yep, yep. So He's done awful things to people, and he'll do awful things to you. <laughs> <laughs> so two weeks later, on October 11th and 69, the Zodiac Killer claimed another life, shooting 29-year-old taxi driver Paul Stein in San Francisco's Presidio Heights neighborhood. As the murder did not seem to fit the Zodiac Killer's pattern. And that's a big thing that's with a, killers, right? Like, M.O. This uh, is not Modus normal. operandi. Most of the time, a serial killer has a way they go about things. And the, the Zodiac Killer does not have a way he goes mm-hmm. about things. So it, it's it's initially deemed a robbery. But three days later, a letter received by San Francisco Chronicle proved otherwise. So inside the letter, it's erratic print as the, the same, previous letters. Yeah, it's the same handwriting. But the long, long and short of it is there's a piece of the dude's fucking bloodied shirt in there. And he's like, see, I did this. Yeah, I was feeling frisky. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe the to... cab driver took him the long way around, overcharged him. Yeah. You know, he was on his way to do a, another Zodiac killing. And, uh, you know, this guy just got in the way. Let's, Fuck it. I don't Fuck know. It. I'm short on time. You'll do. <laughs> You'll it's do. It's plausible. Let's play that letter. This is the Zodiac speaking. I am the murderer of the taxi driver over by Washington Street and Maple Street last night. To prove this here is a bloodstained piece of his shirt. I am the same man who did in the people in the North Bay area. The SF police could have caught me last night if they had searched the park properly instead of holding road races with their motorcycles seeing who could make the most noise. The car drivers should have just parked their cars and sat there quietly waiting for me to come out of cover. School children make nice targets, I think I shall wipe out a school bus some morning. Just shoot out the front tire and then pick off the kitties as they come bouncing out. And and this is also where that fingerprint comes from. It is reported that police were on the scene within moments. There there are even reports that uh, the police passed by a suspect and probably spoke to him and and might have spoken to the Zodiac killer. So there is the thought was that there's no way uh, there could be a fingerprint in blood on the car, which is what the fingerprint was, mm-hmm. unless it was the Zodiacs. No one else disturbed the yes. scene. Now, other people will say, well, it could have been a paramedic that first showed up. Mm-hmm. It was, That fingerprint between that and handwriting analysis, those are the two ways that they either said, yes, you could be the Zodiac or no, you People were exonerated. Yeah, which is, you know, that's just good police work right there. Right. You can't even prove that it was his fucking fingerprint but that's how you're gonna let all these murderous assholes out well john it was 1969 free love free love (laughs) (laughs) that explains it so you know what you know what thank you seabot that was disturbing and fun Let's let's go disturbing song. (laughs) It disturbs me. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to get into who was the killer. We're going to talk the letters and everything. When we return on Hysteria 51. You're a shitty robot, but I like that song. (laughs) (laughs) Hola, David and me. I'm a Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I that, I, I just thought romance languages yeah. was the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been 
touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation, too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's it, they design it for long-term retention, you know. It, and, yeah. Uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do. And then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years and there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm -hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value. And you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused or really cool. <laughs> I'd go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use. And we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long-term. And uh, it's something that uh, it works. You know, and we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this. And this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now. Right now, get now. started for Larry. Limited time. His Air Fifty One listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for fifty percent off. How much? Fifty percent. Visit Rosetta Stone dot com slash today that's 50 percent off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life wow. redeem 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 how do they do it rachete your oh. 50 percent off <laughs> rachete <laughs> redeem it 50 percent off rosettastone.com slash today do it today after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. I do want to party all the time. 
<laughs> Dude. You cannot just play that song. Like, you you just got rid of our intermission music. <laughs> it's fucking worth No one shot. can handle that much Eddie Murphy. God knows I can. I don't know about you fools. <laughs> <laughs> I think you went a little too far in the reprogramming. <laughs> I know. You know, it's give and take. We're tweaking. We're, we're tweakers. Wait, no, that's the wrong thing to say, right? <laughs> that's not what you meant. Well, it might be what you meant, but it's not what you meant there. So let's talk the killer. Let's talk letters. Let's get into dissecting this person or Persons? people. Kind of <laughs> Thank you, conspiracy bot. I'm getting, I'm getting confused here getting flustered <laughs> so with descriptions from witnesses who had seen a man leaving the scene of stein's murder police were able to create and circulate a composite sketch of the killer which looks like joe 1969 like seriously just a skinny guy it could not white be man more generic with glasses yeah like, Buzz it looks like ted cruz every it looks like a baby ted cruz uh that's an adult no <laughs> that's that's actually one of the reasons that the the ted cruz conspiracy theorists out there believe that he was the murderer time traveling ted if, cruz if you compare the picture of him i saw i saw this meme that somebody had made they took the they took the opening logo for that Netflix show, Making a Murderer, and put him on and, it, and then, but it, but <laughs> but you know, cut out the picture of Stephen Avery, yeah. and put a slice of his face with the fucking with the sketch. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have to find that and try to put it on, put it up uh, on our uh, Hysteria Nation page. Yeah, we'll put it on Hysteria Nation, <laughs> Facebook dot com slash hysteria nation there you go actually slash groups just slash look up hysteria just search nation. hysteria nation for <laughs> goodness sakes people so despite mounting evidence in the investigation of numerous suspects he remained at large and a lot of that has to do with the fact that there's a lot of different police departments and the fbi working on this and right, if different learned, municipalities if we've learned one thing through this show that we've done uh Police hate one another. Apparently. Like, hey, uh, I got some evidence over here. Can I see it? No, fuck you. We're going to catch this guy. Yeah, he's he's murdering people in our backyard now. Well, fuck your backyard. You know, fuck you, Southie. You know, like, no, like, what? Like, how that was protect a, and that serve? Was a Boston Strangler reference. Yeah. Like, yeah. fuck you. You know, fuck you if you're not in my department. And it's it's actually weird because if you're, you're a small town municipality like Vallejo and a larger, whether it be the state police or a larger city like San Francisco PD offers help. You don't have the, the most expensive thing a police department, a small town police department can go through is a murder investigation. Yeah. You don't have the time or resources to do it on your own. And you know what they will make a name for you know yourself. They, you know what they'd say? Hey, can we help? No. Yep. Yeah, but if, you, if you solve it though, then you get all the publicity and you it, look like you're brilliant. Well, that's exactly. why. Exactly. And how'd that yeah. work out? How'd that work out? <laughs> <laughs> 40 years later. 50. No, 50 now. Yeah, yeah. this year. You're right. So, yeah, no, uh, 60. No, well, no, next year, 68. Yeah. You're right. I'm, I'm bad with math. I'm, Everyone's bad with math on here. <laughs> Eat me. So the Zodiac went on to send 15 more letters. Some of them thought to be real. Others were thought to be forgeries. Um, highlights, I guess you could say, include. <laughs> Low lights, yeah. whatever. He asked that the people of San Francisco start wearing Zodiac buttons. Yeah, I the mean, Zodiac who sign. Who doesn't want that? Button. Who doesn't want that button? He diagrammed the kind of bombs he would use because he was going to. He referenced blowing things up. He in that was going to start letter. blowing things up. 
He continued to claim responsibility for killings, at least one of which has been proved to not have been related to the Zodiac case, meaning he's grasping at straws. He was literally, he just wanted to be known for as many killings as possible, whether he was known, whether he was responsible for it or not. And my personal favorite, he gave his own review of the movie The Exorcist, which he called hilarious. (laughs) And, and, And what? what says hey i'm sane more than that <laughs> right right it's he, i think he referred to it as his favorite satirical comedy this is a t- exactly <laughs> you know you know you think someone would have came forward and been like i don't know man i was i went to the matinee the exorcist and there's this guy in a hood in the front just <laughs> laughing hysterically <laughs> oh, he had his, oh my god her head spit out <laughs> he had an executioner's hood and a bib <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and a bib and a bib yeah. <laughs> and and for the record nothing says sanity like giving your own fucking rotten tomatoes on the exorcist when you're when you're writing into the newspaper to talk about your murders yeah. it, it, it's like this dear vallejo times i'm a real big fan of the exorcist p.s i kill people <laughs> like come on you know the funny part is your grammar there was way too good to be a zodiac letter it's <laughs> true all right. So then 1974 letter stopped. Kaput nothing. At least five other murders have been tentatively linked to the Zodiac, including the 1963 shooting of Robert Domingos and Linda Edwards near Santa Barbara, California, and the 66 stabbing death of a college student, Sherry Joe Bates in Riverside, California. All up and down the Western seaboard. Yeah. So, however, in both of these and the known Zodiac murders, no suspect, again, has ever been arrested. People have made outlandish claims as to who the real killer is from Charles Manson to Ted Cruz. Wait a minute. Outlandish? Who says that? (laughs) Breitbart. (laughs) Alex Jones. I refuse to go along with this, and I'm seeing through all of your lies, you wicked, wicked devil. I like this guy. True guy offer and former San Francisco Chronicle cartoonist Robert Graysmith, who if you've seen the fucking movie uh The Zodiac, you know, he's the the hero of the Don't this church story. it up. It's not the Zodiac. It's just, it's just Zodiac. Zodiac. He wrote two separate works on the Zodiac, 1986 Zodiac and 2002 Zodiac Unmasked. In other words, his money from the first one had run out. Yeah. So ultimately, I didn't have a man named Arthur Lee Allen is the most likely suspect, which brings us to... Brent, I'll tell you what, top suspect, Arthur Lee Allen, just like Grace Smith said. Historically, Arthur Lee Allen has been the name tied most closely to Zodiac. If you look up Zodiac, he's the face that pops up other than the... Like DeSalvo with Boston Strangler. Yeah, like he's the person. There's a number of creepy reasons, including a letter sent to the Riverside Police Department from the Bates killer was typed on a royal typewriter with an elite type the same brand found during a february 91 search of allen's residence he owned and wore a zodiac brand wristwatch Uh see he also lived in vallejo and worked minutes away from where one of the first victims farron lived and where one of the killings took place if you saw the david fincher film zodiac based on the book by robert graysmith you're probably convinced that arthur was the killer there just wasn't enough evidence to charge him so the connection and coincidence begin between lee and the killings were numerous and creepy however A 2002 DNA test of Allen with the confirmed 
Zodiac letter didn't match. Did Alan get another person to lick his stamps? I know, John, you always ask me, will you lick this for me? Um, it's true. Yeah, I mean, usually it's not stamps, but, it's you know. It's right after I say, does this look infected? <laughs> so we'll never know. He died in 91. You know, I, why is it every time we have one of these stories, the prime suspect and me, I'm just like, nope. There's a, there's a report out there that one of Arthur Lee Allen's buddies actually did say, yeah, you know, I remember this time in 68 where he asked me to lick a bunch of stamps. Yeah, dude, what? what? Like, no. <laughs> the fuck are you Who talking about? No, 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 you don't. I do it if asked. You you wanted to be on the news. There Good job. Some, there was some other weird shit about Arthur Lee Allen. When they, when they searched his home, they found a lot of different weird frozen... Um, Animal parts in the freezer, a woman's tongue, Why is that and a weird? whole bunch of shoes that were Russian made. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. That's uh, <laughs> that was ten years too prior. <laughs> Thanks, conspiracy buddy. He's always he's always ready with anything from a past episode. He's really bringing it back. Yeah, <laughs> or job. lazy, one or the other, because he already had that That's downloaded. A lot more likely. <laughs> uh, so that yeah, they found a bunch of weird shit in his place, a bunch of odd porn. Also, Arthur Lee as Allen, opposed to that non-odd porn. Well, like Playboy is not odd porn. Well, there. Like, well, it depends on who you ask, right? Yeah, like, I like Denny's into scat porn, and if you, if you show him that that, oh, that lay me down and do me shit, he's just like, that's weird. So, okay, fair enough. Uh, conspiracy. Yeah, my mom is going to be listening to this because she sees I'm on here, and and she's going to hear <laughs> Denny is into scat porn. Real well, nice, Brent. Well, you know what? We always said it's good when your family really gets acceptance. To know you. Acceptance, acceptance is oh, key. Jesus, conspiracy <laughs> bot. You just became the second least odd person on this uh, <laughs> podcast, which is saying something. Score. If you don't want people to know about you, don't put it in your grinder profile. That's what John said he read, and that's what we're sticking with. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> <laughs> the best. So, so he was arrested for being a pederast. Once again, pedof- pedophilia makes its claws its way into this show. Can't, can't escape it. Yeah, he was. so he was a known... Disciple of Jared Fogel. Pedophile. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of creepy coincidences about his location where he lived at the time of a lot of the murders. Mm-hmm. In other words, there's a ton of circumstantial evidence pointing to him. Like, if you just looked at circumstantial evidence and that's all you looked at... This guy would, fits the bill. You would definitively think that if anyone was the Zodiac Killer, it was him. But then you look at all these other people and they fit the fucking bill, too. But uh, not, not to the extent from a logistics perspective. Where he lived, where he was known to... Uh, One other does, which we'll get into he, later. That's true. He, uh, his, um, his trailer, 50 yards away Always from where Darlene Farron lived. Yep. They say, how, did she, how would he have known her? That's how they lived right yep. next to each other. All right. So next we got Lawrence Kane. Kane was involved in a car accident in 60, which resulted in brain damage, uh, influencing his behavior. That's always a fun way to start a, start a conversation about someone. <laughs> well, you know, after the brain damage, Kane is seen in. So, are you, so you're saying that brain damage can turn you into a murderer. That's, that's essentially what we're saying here. Right. So Kane can. Be I think seen, that's possible. Right. I, I don't. I don't think that that. 
flip someone's switch to become murderous or oh not. i man i don't know like you hear about people that fucking hit their head and they they come out of uh with a fucking stutter or they they have a bad and they come out and they have a, like a french accent oh i've heard like, lots of people oh, believe I'm what you're sure. saying i'm saying i'm on the other side of it i don't believe but there's that, medical evidence that, that like it can brain trauma causes you to change your nature i understand all, all i'm that. saying is my wife has had me watch Grey's anatomy with her several times <laughs> so that pretty much makes me almost a doctor it's and true. i just want to say it's possible Okay. He won't I mean, give you fucking you know. legal advice, but he will give medical <laughs> advice. <laughs> no, no, because of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, that's true. No. That's well, true. But as a lawyer, don't you know that giving that medical advice is inadvisable? <laughs> or as an well, almost yeah, lawyer? If you rely on my medical advice, you're probably not sane anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So it, once again, we've gone full circle. <laughs> 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 Uh, uh, no. <laughs> Kane can be seen in the My Name is Cypher, plus there are three eights in the Cypher, which add up to 24, and Kane was born in 1924. Yeah, so Case fucking closed. What, it, it, what that's referencing is one of the earlier... Uh, letters had a small cipher in it yeah. that said my name is and then there was a cipher right yeah. there mm-hmm. in said Slim cipher <laughs> you can find a k an a an n and an e yeah and there's three eights in it and three times eight is 24 he was born in 1924 like you said yep case closed right so additionally the zodiac second victim darlene farron had a sister who said kane was the man who followed and harassed darlene in the weeks leading up to her murder and that for me sticks out as the not a case because i felt like these people were just picked at random because of opportunity right i i didn't feel like any of these now who knows oh you knew her you're a suspect i didn't feel like any of them were premeditated as the premeditated meditation part was no one's going to be around this area i'm going to kill someone here oh that's what you meant you meant you meant that it's not like they knew him before exactly exactly but he followed in a raster this guy did and i think that was just one of those happy coincidences <laughs> well and that comes back to did he have an mo right so the officer don kook is that how you say his name who saw the man suspected to be the Zodiac found the murders of Paul Stein was shown hundreds of pictures of potential killers. Yeah. So w- earlier we referenced the cabbie that was shot in the back so of the head. After that, they were looking and unfortunately they were on their way to the scene. Unfortunately, there were some kids who had saw from uh, like up above there on a balcony and they saw the murder. And when they'd given the description it was thought that they said it was a black guy. Now it turns out that's not what they, they said. They didn't say, right. But that's what went out. But over the police the- said, uh, it's a black guy. <laughs> right. Yeah, so that's, they so that's what the cops were looking for. And so- they met hold this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to understand here. You're saying that it's possible for police to have just automatically assumed it was a black guy. It was almost a white guy with fashion. glasses. What? It was a Once black again, guy? not Chicago PD, but other <laughs> municipalities. Yes. Does that. I, Never heard of that. Yeah, yeah, we're we're blazing new trails here. They meet the stocky guy, and and they're like, "Hey, did you see a killer?" And he's like, "Uh, yeah, I saw a guy with a knife running down that way." So this is interesting. Later in Zodiac letters, Zodiac says that he talked to the cops. Mm-hmm. The cops say they walked by a guy that met the met that the white guy crew cut stocky description, yeah. but they didn't speak with him. So that is definitely. A good police work discrepancy between what the cops say and what Zodiac said. So, so this Don, this cop, this Don Kuko, however you say his name, said Kane was the closest to them as as he could be remembered as to what the killer looked like. Right. So he was shown a bunch of photos and not the killer, but 
the guy that he saw. That he was showing shown a bunch of photos, and the photo of Lawrence Kane yeah. looked just like the person that he had walked by yeah. to his memory. Also, Kane lived six minute walk away from Paul Stein. He so where, up, where the Stein picked up his kill the killer. Where Paul Stein, yeah, where he picked up his killer. Investigation has placed Kane in several of the locales where several of the Zodiac victims either lived or killed. Again, it's a smaller area, but this guy was there. In 70, Kane moved to South Lake Tahoe, and that year, a potential Zodiac victim that wasn't discussed earlier disappeared. So coincidentally, she worked at the same South Lake Tahoe hotel as Kane. So this guy. So someone who might or might not have been attributed to the Zodiac. Yeah. And he's again, not, not someone, not someone considered canon, yeah. if you will, <laughs> was murdered and just happened to work where Kane worked in that hotel in Tahoe. Yeah. So probably most convincing is this. Another possible Zodiac interaction we didn't discuss and hasn't been verified. It happened on the night of March 22nd, 1970 on Highway 132 near Patterson, California. Kathleen Johns and her baby were tricked into writing in the possible Zodiac killer's car. Yeah, he, they their car broke down after after somebody. Go on the ride, get in the truck. Somebody had said, <laughs> hey, let me check your tires for you. Yeah. And then five miles later, ha, my tire went out. <laughs> what, what the hell happened? So after entering the car, the Zodiac told Johns that he was going to kill her and throw her baby <laughs> out after her, as you do. What do you do when, a, when somebody throws a baby at you? Swat it to the ground. Swat it to the ground. So as the Zodiac was about to take a turn, Johns jumped out of the car and ran away, narrowly escaping. Uh, some believe this wasn't a Zodiac encounter. They just thought this was some fucking random Yahoo going, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna kill you. I'm going to kill you, right. And do it. But a letter might confirm this incident. A letter later actually kind of confirmed this. He said, nope, you, yeah, one got away. Uh, uh, when Johns was shown a lineup of photographs, she picked out Kane as the killer. The line from that letter was, so I now have a little list starting with a woman plus her baby that I gave a rather interesting ride. Yeah. And again, this is one of those things where how many killers were there? How many people are just piggybacking? I I think this Kane guy might have been a killer. I just I think it was. <laughs> he just I, wasn't this killer. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I, I feel like he was just a fuckhole. Then we get into some of the more fun ones, like here, Ted Unabomber Kaczynski. One theory is that Ted Kaczynski, otherwise known as the Unabomber, could be the Zodiac. Now, now, while the police don't think so, there are some connections. He lived in the Bay Area at the time of the murders. He was homicidal. That's proven. He wrote in letters and newspapers, as did the Zodiac. That kind of is where it ends. And the Zodiac talked about bomb making. I, f- I refuse to believe that this guy wouldn't have taken credit as the Zodiac if he hadn't done it. And there's a lot of discrepancies in with this festive. one, where he lived at... Uh, not yes some of the timelines align but not all of them do this is kind of one of those further out there ones if this spelling means genius ted kaczynski was certainly a genius well that's true and he yeah and he he was yeah that's true yeah my favorite which it's we won't get into into a ton of it here jack terrence your favorite because you know his looks yeah he was he was a pretty pretty man (laughs) 2007 dennis coffin put forth his stepfather jack terrence was zodiac not only that, he actually, so he found the executioner's hood, bloody knife, and on top of that, he offered handwriting samples showing the similarity to the letters. He also claims that he saw his stepdad stab a man in 1975. Just to watch him die? Just to watch him die. They took this and they they went to a handwriting expert. 42 matches to the Zodiac's handwriting. Critical matches. And they said that as the letters that the Zodiac wrote... 
that can actually be attributed to him. They feel like he tried to change his handwriting a little bit, but you do these little weird things that you can't take out. Even if you like write with your left hand, you do weird shit. Well, and that's one of the theories that Zodiac was ambidextrous. Yes. And this guy had all those ticks and the Zodiac did weird spacing. Like you said, Christmas, like when he would write that it would be Christ space mus. This guy, had weird spacing that is people don't do. The other thing is he fucking confessed <laughs> like his, his stepson questioned him about it and he confessed and he didn't want any of this to come out until after he was dead. They turned over all this evidence to the FBI. The FBI said, yep, it matches. We're going to do tests on the hood. And then they never released anything. They've never. <laughs> and, and the, the son, the, the stepson has come forward to say, let me know what, what's going on. Aphrodite Jones actually got behind this. I think she's, she, who's, beli- who's that? She's a, a true crime reporter who, yeah. who does this and like pushed the FBI and the FBI is like, nothing to see here. You looky loo. Right. So like what, they never what, released the, re- the report. They won't even on- tell you. No, they'll, they'll tell you. No, no, keep going. So then we got Earl Van Best Jr. Another author, Gary Stewart, wrote that the most dangerous animal this of all. A, the, the Zodiac Killer has, I think, in an, <laughs> probably wins the award for the most kids who claim that their parents were the Zodiac Killer. They said up There's to this like, day, they get hundreds and hundreds every year. Going, I mean, if you, yeah, you, you're not going to buy me a car, I'm going to return you in. Yeah. <laughs> Where were you in 1969, Papa? So. Author Gary Stewart wrote The Most Dangerous Animal of All, and then he claims to have uncovered that his father, Earl Van Best Jr., who bears a strong resemblance, as everyone in 1969 did, to the police sketch, to the man picture in the police sketch, was the Zodiac Killer. Also of note, his name matches the number of characters in the My Name is Cypher, and a handwriting expert says the handwriting I best married, this, I love this, the handwriting on his marriage license matched that of the Zodiac. Problem? They talk to the church. Yeah, and it turns out that the pastor is the one who actually wrote that out. So the maybe pastor, it was the pastor. Maybe so. Now we that, got another suspect. That pastor, Jack Terrence. Now <laughs> <laughs> I don't put much faith in the Earl Van Best Jr. Earl Van Least, we might say. See what I did there? Stop it. I I, mm. I do. Mm. I, I wish you hadn't. So another thing is the multiple killers and, and hoaxes, which we've we've talked about a lot. So, John, I, I I know I've exhausted this a lot. Like, what are your thoughts on on that? The basic premise here is that, that the, quote, facts that no one but the killer would know that were in the phone calls and the letters were, A, known by others, and B, were wrong. You know, we referenced it earlier. Those facts that could have come from a police report that was in, uh, These wrong. Facts or, that- the, or, or he just didn't know. Yeah. That, that that gives into the whole, was it a cop trying to, and, and not in a nefarious reason, not saying a cop's coming out and going, oh, I'm going to fuck you over, but a cop putting out these letters trying to to, to ruffle someone up to, right, to right. be like, I didn't write those. I, here's, fuck you. Because yeah, a lot don't of- you think that would have come out by now? Well, yes. Yes. And maybe it has, maybe it hasn't, but yes. So we talked about, we talked earlier about how Darlene, uh, Farron and, and Mike Majot, the second victims weren't might not have been killed by the Zodiac at yeah, all, yeah. but just because of their nefarious activities, what was the word you used? They're sca- scound- they were scoundrels. They were scoundrels. <laughs> and they could have been killed by a drug dealer or maybe a cop that was trying to protect their CI. Another suggestion is that the first two or three incidents were the work of the same man, maybe the original, mm-hmm. you know, Zodiac. 
But at a point, at some point, a copycat took over. Now, investigators vary on this theory. Some say the, the first couple of letters were the work of the true Zodiac and the copy, copycat took over from there. Yet others believe the original killer didn't write any letters. Uh, but then a copycat yeah. wrote, took over, learned the facts of the first few, you know, from newspapers and such. And then went from there. This brings us to the, uh, this bring, that brings us to the question of phone calls. Okay. Yeah. Well, if, if, how does, how does that fit in? Mm-hmm. And that, it fits in a, a few different ways. One that could be reported incorrectly. So there was one report that the, the second incident we talked about where Darlene Farron and, and Mike Mageau were murdered, the way that they were found, uh, some kids found the, found the, the incident, yeah. right? Yeah. Those kids had a stepfather or an uncle or somebody who was a cop. There's a theory that the phone call that came in was actually that cop calling. And he didn't say, I'm the Zodiac killer or anything like that. He said, there was a murder. There was a double murder. Make sure the cops head out to this location. Mm -hmm. He knew the location because the kids had come and told him Mm -hmm. or called him. That's just one theory. But that's how we could explain the calls coming in. Though you do have the the, the nine one one operator who says he was like cold and calculating at the end, like ha 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 ha, you know. So, well, uh, if you want to laugh like that, yeah, she just says, like he, yeah, she did. But you talk more like this. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. Yeah. <laughs> now, listen, you can believe or not believe this theory. But it all boils down to one's word versus the other. Was that 911 operator or police? It wasn't 911. Was that police operator mm-hmm. remembering things correctly or just trying to get a little bit of fame for herself? I mean, or you, caught up in the moment of, or caught up in yeah. the moment and, and just reported it wrong accidentally. Yeah. So, yeah, it, but it, all of this is dependent on Graysmith either being horrible at his job or an out and out liar. Yeah. Because if you read Zodiac, if you go watch the movie, which is pretty much an exact representation of that book, none of the shit we just mentioned is possible unless Graysmith was either bad at his job or lying. Mm-hmm. Or both. Or yeah. Or both. Right. Well, which I think go hand in hand. Now, one of the way this could fit together is that it w- could be multiple people with our original suspect, Arthur Lee Allen. The thing about Zodiac and Allen is that he always seemed to be at the right place at the right time if he was the killer. He came home with a bloody knife the day of the Berryessa murders. He lived extremely close, as we mentioned, to Darlene Farron. The person that wrote the letters had details about the killings, but it didn't match his handwriting. Could it be that one friend kills and tells the other friend about it and then he writes it out over and over again? Or yeah, like I said, this guy might have been a killer and not the killer, or part of the killings and part of the someone, team. Yeah, and then someone ran with it. Killer powers activate. Yeah, form of <laughs> knife, shape of <laughs> lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Legion of Doom. So the other Thanks, thing, conspiracy bot. The other big smoking gun is the ciphers, which in anyone who wants to talk or, or, or thinks about the, the Zodiac killer, the ciphers are a huge part of it. And they're one of the most intriguing. So conspiracy bot, why don't you give everyone a rundown on what is a cipher? 
A cipher is a secret or disguised way of writing a code. A cipher is what everyone was working on before Sudoku became popular. <laughs> Sudoku. <laughs> that must have been one hell of a day if you're reading the paper when those first ciphers came out. Man, I've been looking for a new puzzle to work yeah. on. <laughs> hey, honey, honey, when you went home from school, let's work on this. <laughs> before before Jeopardy comes on. And that literally fucking happened. Yep. It was like Ohio or somewhere. This, yeah. te- this teacher figured it out. Yep, yep. So he taunted the police reporters with cryptic ciphers. He, she, they, someone did. He sent four ciphers to the local newspapers. When we say four, three parts to the first one, which was the 408 cipher, and then the last one, which was the 340 cipher. The only one that was solved was solved by amateurs, as we stated before, not the police. The first cipher was separated into three different parts. As we said, the Vallejo Times Herald, the San Francisco Chronicle, and the San Francisco Examiner. The combination of all three formed that 408, and it was took a week before they broke it. Now, that's a stark comparison. Took one week, they broke it. Now we're 50 years later, and the 340 <laughs> cipher uh, wasn't solved. The thing about that 340 cipher, it was mailed on a Halloween card on November 8th, 1969, it's never been solved, and that's the one that he said supposedly was going to reveal his identity. Uh, Keep th- in mind, he had also said the first one would re- reveal his identity. And then when it was figured go. out, it certainly didn't. Many believe that it's actually not a real cipher, just fucking gibberish used to taunt people. And then whenever you can't solve it, you can always so you can always say, "Well, you just don't fucking get it. Like you're not smart enough. Keep going." Sit on it, Potsy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so then if you've been looking in, in recent, it, it, it's still to this day. So this guy, Corey Starlipper, believes, came forward, and he said that he solved the 40, you know, odd-year-old 340 cipher. What was his name again? Starlipper? I love it. Starlipper? I, I, Cor- either way. Corey Starlipper. You're like, I, I'm going to go with Starlipper, even if that's incorrect. I like to think that he rides a motorcycle, and he has a ponytail and a pet timber wolf, and he likes to solve crime. <laughs> <laughs> Solve crime in a future time? Yeah. Fighting crime in a future time. So he's a lizard person. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So he says that he he cracked it, and the legendary serial killer was Arthur Lee Allen, and most people go, this guy's fucking dumb. Like, it might have no. been Arthur Lee Allen, but it has nothing to do with you fucking yeah. starlipper. This is just, just an example of still in present times, people are still coming forward and saying, yeah, I solved this. Is a starlipper kind of like a jock sniffer? Starlipper. Well, he's really he's really into he's really into Hollywood. He, yeah, like, he's a starlipper. Corey Starlipper and the Star Soldiers of Fortune. Like, like literally, it sounds like an eighties like weird anime. You know, like where the fuck did you get that? Like, like, <laughs> like, 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 what was that show? Um, like Silverhawks. Remember that TV show Silver? I do. Like, it was like Corey Starlipper. Like, you know, like that sounds like one of the fucking characters from that show. Not the direction I was heading, but I respect you for it. Hey. At least I got your respect for once. <laughs> Write that for down. Once. Write that what down. What kind of guy hot. sits around and says, hey, you know what? I don't have anything to do tonight. <laughs> I'm going to try to get on here and solve this 340. My my guild isn't isn't playing World of Warcraft tonight. <laughs> I think I'm going to solve this 41-year-old cipher. <laughs> so we have, we have uh, done this killer or these killers or whatever. Enough justice here. Let's get into, let's get into our opinions. Uh, John let you start we usually end with you we're gonna start with you this time no problem all right so i don't know if arthur lee allen was involved or not 
I don't care that he was exonerated by handwriting, by the the fingerprint. I don't even care that he was exonerated by the the quote unquote DNA. I mean, that is really bad evidence to exonerate people by because the DNA is something is is from an envelope from 30 years ago. It's not 100% or from 50 years ago. It's not 100%. We don't know that the fingerprint came from the murderer and handwriting experts. I've learned through researching this very topic. Handwriting experts differ wildly. There are at least 20 different suspects that have been, quote unquote, identified as the Zodiac killer Mm -hmm. based on their handwriting. And then the other handwriting expert will come along and say, no, no, Mm -hmm. that doesn't match. Mm -hmm. It's so subjective that like it's like asking a psychologist if uh, if a particular person's mental state matches that of what a serial killer might be. One psychologist would say yes. One psychologist might say no. Unless you're everyone that looked at Jeffrey Dahmer. (laughs) <laughs> and then they're, and then they're just like, yep. <laughs> like, and they're like, uh, the, he got 17 of the 19 tallies. <laughs> no whammies. No whammies. <laughs> You're the winner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, winner, so, winner, chicken So I'm dinner. not into whether, I'm not into Arthur Lee Allen wasn't the Zodiac because of XYZ evidence. Just not into it. I'm not saying he was. I mean, he was definitely a fucked up individual and Mm -hmm. he probably murdered people, whether or not he was the Zodiac, I don't know. But I will say this. I definitely do believe the Zodiac was at best. It was a multiple killer scenario. At worst, the Zodiac in totality was a hoax. Yes, people were murdered. And, and someone just piggybacked off that and said, people oh, just I'm can, fuck yes, with people. correct. Because what have we learned? People are disgusting. People scum. are disgusting. Correct. <laughs> so there, these murders theoretically could be all unconnected. Mm-hmm. There is, there is a, there, there's an argument to be made that every phone call that was made following the murders is stuff that could easily have been picked up on police scanner. Okay, because back then it wasn't. You need to know whether it was channel one or channel twenty. Yeah, it was. It was the police channel. Yeah, right. In yeah. all of these little towns, they pick that up. They make the phone call because they're fucking sadistic. I don't think that that's as likely. I think it's probably more likely that it that it was a concerted effort, but by multiple individuals. Maybe yeah. one person picked it up and then either stopped or died or whatever. Yeah. Another took over where they left off. I do not think that this was just one guy the entire time from 1968 through 1974. Just yeah. don't believe it. Gotcha. Denny, where are you sitting? Well, as you know, my, my, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty convinced it was Ted Cruz. Uh, you <laughs> know, uh, if fair. it wasn't Ted Cruz, Strong. I think it's fair Strong. to say the Zodiac was a Republican. And uh, that's just my personal opinion. Uh, no, uh, on a, on a serious note, I think I'd have to go along with John in that it it, it couldn't be one person to do all of it. Uh, I think that it, the notion that there were several people who claimed to be man in the same area paints a sick and sadistic view of humanity. But the humanity is kind of sick and sadistic anyway. So right. I mean, you know, that or or it could be that it was one guy, right? And it was just shoddy police work. Well, and unfortunately, uh, the more of these killers and things that we go through, you find that to be the case a lot of the time. Not maybe shoddy police work by 
one precinct to the other shoddy police work and the fact that they don't like to share evidence and talk amongst themselves. Well, it, it was in the 60s and 70s, so they lacked a lot of things that they have today. Right. So, right. Like so, common I mean, sense you know, and decency. No. <laughs> hey, police. Consider yourself zing. Zing of the day. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's a mystery. I mean, it, it's, it's cool to talk about and everything, but I just, I, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's one of those things where you could go multiple directions with it. it's like any conspiracy yeah. multiple directions whichever way you want to paint it you you can do that because the evidence is so huh, that, that's why it hasn't been solved right yeah exactly right you know i mean unless you want to talk to star lipper right <laughs> with his star, star lipper didn't solve it he's and in Tony space Tom. he's in space fighting the uh intergalactic reptilians right now so we're never going to get to him but uh well he's below us in antarctica <laughs> antarctica <laughs> right true. tunnels him and admiral bird's ghoster are exploring <laughs> Uh, they're they're actually fighting Hitler as we speak. That was the Hitler youth. That's the, the Hitler youth. So you know what? Let's go to Seabot because I'm. Am sure- I the only one that thinks that's disturbing? You have that shit on tape. <laughs> it's like you you pulled that from your own personal library. Like here, pull this Hitler youth out, right? Oh wait, like, hold on. You listen I've to that, that in your car phone. and shit. What's the matter with you? Hey, listen. That's just conspiracy bot. <laughs> don't ask us. I don't know where he gets the shit he gets. Comet ping pong. Yeah, we saw the children in the basement with him. Never saw him again, though. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I'm not going to worry about Conspiracy bot it. is is actually got his own separate podcast that we can't mention on here because of its hate. Yeah. <laughs> Conspiracy Bot, do you have a response to that accusation? I don't like the guy, but he's got a point. <laughs> so, Conspiracy Bot, I mean, as long as we're here with you, what's your thoughts on this? The killer was definitely Arthur Lee Allen. Bold, bold accusation. Wow, I... You normally don't take that that direct of an approach to it. Well, it is just made up on the spot, so there is that. Now pass me another bottle of Aqua Velva. <laughs> I, I think that Aqua Velva is going to your head, buddy. <laughs> so. no, no, no more, no more Aqua Velva for conspiracy yeah. bot. From now on, all you get is jupe. <laughs> 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 or brute. Yeah, brute. So I I agree that I'm going to give you so two So Brent, things. what do you think? Yeah, I agree that I, pro- I think it was multiple people. Someone was piggybacking off it. If I had to pick one person and I had to, if you held a gun and said, who do you think it was? Uh, Jack, conspiracy bots no longer doing that. Though. Jack Torrance, Jack Terrence, however you want to say, the one that came forward and like his stepson came forward in 2007. Right. I think... There are so many stunning, just like Arthur the Allen, more than, you know, the handwriting. He lived in all the areas. The break in time when there were no murders or letters, he actually moved out of state and then came back and they started back up. Um, so if you had to say one person, I think he fits the bill. I don't think I believe that. Um, I think it was probably multiple people were committing murders and trying to cling on to this name Zodiac. The entire California area was completely enthralled, terrified, gripped in this. And people love to piggyback off that. Exactly. Is, yeah. is what so I'm how lucky were they not to have the internet back in, back in the sixties and seventies? Well, no shit or, or, or unlucky because maybe it would have been solved in a, you know, a, couple days. In a heartbeat. Right. Or yeah. would you have had several people with their with their mental makeup at that time just piggybacking and would yeah, have been right. like then all like kinds of people getting nationwide, which actually did happen uh, in the I believe it was the mid eighties. There was a a zodiac 
wannabe, a Zodiac copycat in New York City mm-hmm. who was eventually caught. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but there was no internet. A conspiracy about what was his name? Heriberto Eddie Seda. Right. Yeah. So Exactly. Um, yeah, no, there was no internet, um, unfortunately. Al Gore had I'm just saying the Al internet and Ted Cruz are responsible yet. for a lot of murders. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, if nothing, you're consistent, Denny. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you guys think? Are we wrong? Are we right? Do we? It was it Arthur Lee Guys Allen? or girls? Yeah, we're, we're, we're sticking. Guys with this. is the 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 all encompassing. So let us know, you know, where we're wrong, where we're right. If you agree with you know us, think it was multiple people. If you think it was Jack Terrence. If you think we're all stupid. Um, and it was really L. Ron Hubbard, yeah, which is another another yeah qu- yeah. I should have thrown that with the Ted Kaczynski. You're right, right. So you know, you, how are they going to let us know, John? Well, there's multiple ways they could let us know. You can find us on Twitter at Hysteria Fifty One Pod. Find us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Hysteria Fifty One, or our new awesome discussion page with which over three hundred of you have joined now, and we want even more. 263 of which is John's family. No. <laughs> <laughs> a large family. <laughs> Hysteria Nation. Go to Facebook.com, search Hysteria Nation. And you will find us talking about everything on there, including the recent death of Rockefeller. Death. Question mark? Is he still alive in, a, in Area 51 on life? He's support? in Antarctica. He's in Antarctica. He's kind of like Krang. It's just a brain yeah. inside of a belly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we want to give a couple shout outs to a couple shows we, that we've been real happy with, too. I think we've we've talked about them before, but we just love them. Uh, Texas Files and Secret Transmission Pod. If you guys are looking for other shows out there, give them a listen. They, they are in addition to not instead of. Yes, in addition to, and let them know that you heard about them on Hysteria 51. We will make a bunch of nothing from that, but it warms we the actually, cockles of our heart. It does. We actually really like those shows. Uh, Secret Transmission Pod, those guys do a great job. They started right around when we did last year mm-hmm. um, and and putting together good content week after week. Yeah, so if you can't remember where to find us or anything like that, you can always go to Hysteria51.com. Links to all of our social media our personal Twitters, and you can drop us lines. You can listen to all of our past shows on there. Don't forget to check out Hysteria Nation, as John said, and leave us a voicemail. Call us, 773-669-7277. Tell us you're the Zodiac and do it in that same <laughs> fake voice. That, yeah, whatever you want to do. That, that they, uh, there, was a Zo- there was a Zodiac guy that called into mm-hmm. some... Some that, TV, that TV station. show, yeah. yeah. Like, this is the Zodiac. <laughs> that he was. It was actually proven that he was a guy in a mental institution. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it probably was the real Zodiac. Yeah, right. The whole time, <laughs> or this someone is, from the Howard Stern show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Baba Booey, Baba Booey. <laughs> I didn't know Baba Booey was that old. Yeah, right. And don't forget, you can also find us on Patreon. Dot com slash hysteria 51. If you want to donate to the show, if you want to get yourself a t-shirt, uh, you want to get yourself on the show, pick the topic with anything you want. Hell, we'll draw you a fucking picture of anything in the world. A naked John go forth. If you want it, he's going to have to be the one to sketch that one. We'll do it for you. And also, if you go to hysteria, conspiracy bot would sketch it. Well, fuck you. I have standards. Like that's the kind of snark. I don't mind. I agree. I agree. Turn that up a tad. Turn down the Eddie Murphy a tad. <laughs> it will be good to go. So don't forget. Also, if you go to Hysteria Nation, you can buy T-shirts. We've got a couple different T-shirts out. Show your love for the show. Show your love for high fashion. Show your love for the colors green and black. It doesn't matter. You can pick them up. They're what? Like $18. It's cheap. We'll ship worldwide. I'm sure if you're in Zimbabwe, it's going to cost you a couple more nickels to get it to you. But we'll get it. There. We'll get it there. 
So, Denny, thanks a ton for being on here. Anyone you want to give a shout out? Or well, you or? know what? My I know my cousin Wade down in Florida listens to the show. I want to give a big shout out to him. Hey, All my family and friends. Wade and is you know my what? middle a name, so I like that out. guy. Wade is my middle name, so I like that guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. Uh, <laughs> special shout out to any SIU law dogs, SIU law school, the best law school there is. In my opinion, I might be biased, but you know. <laughs> hey, there's coming nothing from the not yet lawyer. <laughs> That's right. Not yet. Not yet. Hey, Denny I'm working Frick on it. I'm a work in progress. <laughs> Question hey, mark? We're, we're all works in progress. That's, That's what, true. That's why I tell my wife every time I do something wrong, baby, I'm a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> she buys that. Mine yeah. don't buy that. <laughs> well, she, she buys it because when she's getting fumed up, I leave the room. So, yeah. <laughs> Mine doesn't buy that. She's But she's like, you know, always pushing me down, calling me stupid. And by, fumed up, by fumed up, you mean huffing paint. She's huffing paint. Yeah. That's why she always, like, where do you get that chrome chrome uh, lipstick what <laughs> is that what dan blankenship's blue lip comes from yeah, he's just really he's, into, he's, really, he's really into rustoleum <laughs> boys well, this, has been a, this is a good brand this has been a fun fun episode yeah it's, it's always fun talking killers isn't it yeah always <laughs> so hey thank I, you very I, much for having me on hey, here it was great it was fun hey denny Thanks a ton for being on here. Like we said, I hope you did enjoy it, and we'd love to have you back in the future. So with that said, I've been Brent. I've been John. And I'm Denny. And he's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meet sex. Thanks for listening to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. We'll be back again next week with more known unknowns. If you'd like us to discuss a particular topic, suggest a guest, or simply seek some truth, we'd love to hear from you. You can email the show at hysteria51podcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Twitter at hysteria51pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.